0: Good morning, everyone, good day, everyone, wherever you are, and welcome to this uh, podcast from the School of Ecosexual Love. I am uh, Dr. Serena Gaia, also known as uh, Serena Anderlini, and for the journey called The Resilience of Love, I present you with uh, this podcast about practice of inner meditation. Inner meditation is a very significant practice in the care of the ecosystem called thyself. And in this podcast, I will introduce the practice to you. Then in a separate podcast, I will guide a meditation for you. So this uh, podcast includes an introduction to the ancient practice of inner meditation with its origins and benefits. And the subsequent podcast will include the guided demonstration of the meditation process itself. So both together can function as a self-initiation system for students and followers wishing to teach themselves and begin to practice more regularly. Here are some of the questions that we will address in this uh, podcast, this introductory podcast. How can we use this ancient practice to take care of our personal ecosystem? How can we carry out a meditation that connects us with our inner being and the symbiotic parts that make it up? How can we raise the internal vibration of this ecosystem while our awareness shifts the focus toward ourselves? How can we connect with planetary bodies, with celestial forces, and with the forces of the earth? How can we couple the yin and the yang energies within us, the masculine and feminine energies or the uh, ethereal and uh, material energy within us? How can we expand this vibration toward the areas and communities that we care about? These are the themes that we will address while sharing inner meditation experiences and practicing together. So before we start, I'm gonna ask you to do a few things so that you can prepare for a very successful and uh, self-empowering and beneficial uh, meditation. So, um, if you if you plan to have a meal before you practice, please eat moderately in this meal. Uh, please prepare a very bland and abundant herbal tea, non caffeinated beverage. That uh, let it be warm or hot as you please, um, and have it handy for sipping while the practice is explained. <clears throat> Please wear comfortable clothes and also prepare a meditation nest for you which involves having enough space around you to sit comfortably in a yoga position on the floor, possibly on a mat or a ca- carpet and with your back resting. Not leaning, but resting against something. Okay. Also, it's important to have some Pillows handy so that you can use them to adjust a position for your comfort. If, for example, you have a leg that goes numb more easily, perhaps put a little pillow under it, okay? Also have a blindfold handy, a bandana, something to cover your eyes. It's easier to meditate when your eyes are, clo- are covered so that they stay closed. If for some reason uh, you are aware that your back will not tolerate sitting straight um, then and also relaxing, then you can consider creating a, like a, a nest of pillows and slouching while meditating, rather than sitting with your back straight, leaning against a vertical surface. So slouching is a possibility, Uh, it's not recommended, but if that's what it takes for your back to relax, then it is. And if, um, on the other hand, you you have a problem sitting on the floor with your legs uh, crossed, then it is also a good idea to maybe consider using a chair, unless you have a meditation pillow which is about Uh, you know, a few inches tall, and allows you to to have your seat higher than your legs. So these are all options and all possibilities. Um, When you found the right nest for you, which might take a few times before you really find what's really comfortable at this time for you, and it can also evolve, Uh, Let me explain briefly what is an inner meditation. Uh, What we mean by inner meditation is simply um, a meditation that focuses inward while our bodies, uh, our body does not move. So it's not a medit action where we're doing something. And typically, you know, we are doing something uh, with our time or we are um, uh, sleeping or we are being indulgent and you know, wasting time, but mm, inner meditation is neither one of these because it is actually a very well invested time. So before you begin, I invite you to ask yourself uh, two questions. First question or range of questions is, what is your experience with inner meditation? Have you heard about it? Where have you heard about it? In what context? Have you been curious about it? Have you tried it? Asking yourself these questions and considering what your responses would be would really help you situate yourself in this this process, in this journey. Okay. So if you are familiar with some form of inner meditation, as in Vipassana or other types, what is your sense of its benefits? Have you experienced some of the benefits of inner meditation before? Also very important to jot down your answers to these questions so that you situate yourself. Where are you in this journey? Okay, from my experience, which is about About 20 years of uh, doing regular inner meditation is the second thing I do in the morning. The first thing being drinking plenty of warm, of a warm, herbal, non-caffeinated beverage are uh, what I'm going to tell you about right now. And so I am very, very grateful that I started early uh, so that um, I had these benefits for so long. This is my sense of it. Uh, Inner meditation, if practiced regularly, can function as the basis for one's practice of holistic health. And I will explain what I mean by holistic health in a moment, in a nutshell. But basically, it's a style of health that has to do with a whole person and also how this person connects with the different symbiotic parts that, are, that compose the person and with the different symbiotic systems that surround the life of this person. And uh, just to give one example, in a practice of holistic health, we welcome pain. We even welcome disease at times, of course. Uh, why? Because we interpret that as a message. If a part of my body is in pain, maybe my body is trying to tell me something and it's a good idea to listen. Numbing that pain could be a bit of a disaster because then we wouldn't hear the message. We wouldn't be able to interpret this, this way that our body, which is a very important part of our being, is speaking to us, asking to do something perhaps. And the same applies to, to disease and say the flu, for example. It's a message from the body. You need to rest, you need to take care of yourself. Okay, so uh, so the, in, this inner meditation can be a practice basis for a practice, personal practice of holistic health because it really helps us to listen to the body and what's inside what's metabolizing inside emotionally physically energetically so in a way this regular practice can also establish a positive relationship with your inner landscape and by inner landscape i mean you know what i see when i visualize my inner body with a different uh, elements that compose it, for example, the lungs that help me breathe, the heart that helps bring the bloodstream everywhere in my body. And then, of course, the, uh, the liver, the kidneys, the stomach, the bowels, the colon, um, the pancreas, the spleen, all these different parts that compose my inner landscape, but also the energetic field. That brings them together, and when they work together symbiotically, is when I feel happy and I feel healthy, and so that's that has to do with how this inner energy field, you know, what traverses it, what kind of energetic fluxes traverse this energy field. So another thing that uh, uh, this regular practice can offer, and certainly has offered me, is um, is a calibration uh, where my personal ecosystem gets calibrated for the day. Whatever each day brings, we often don't know in advance, but this uh, practice of calibrating the system for the day in the morning really helps face whatever comes with calm, with poise, with wisdom, with compassion, and with presence. Another thing that this regular practice can do is it can rebalance the fluxes of energies and emotion that traverse your being uh, from impacts with the external world. Of course, you know, every day, every night, every time we are awake or even dreaming, we we are impacted by um, fluxes of energies and emotions that have to do with what's around us, right? And what is cooking inside, what is metabolizing. So so with the inner meditation, all these uh, fluxes of energies and emotions get rebalanced. They become in some way integrated, metabolized. They become part of our being in an integrated way rather than presenting inner conflicts. Okay, then, as a result of all this, inner meditation can also activate the flow of your vital energy. That could be parts of your body when, where some of the energy is stagnating, perhaps because there are some emotions that, you, that are stored in there that you haven't been able to or are a little too concerned about facing. So um, so this inner meditation can activate, activate the flow of your vital energy and remove that stagnation, which is also a great way of, of preventing uh, diseases because a stagnant energy within the body is where, where disease usually forms, according to the philosophies of the Tao, for example. So it can also inner meditation can also reset the vibration of this energy. Uh, in other words, you can let your inner landscape, it can bring your inner landscape to vibrate on a different level. And that's also very important. If you're you know, in a day when you've been depressed, for example, you can let that happen. But then at some point you want to reset that and not let that become the, the main undertow of, of your emotional life. So, and, and finally, I would say that it can transform the frequency that emanates from your ecosystem and impacts others around you. And this is very important because, you know, it's a way that, that this practice uh, can also uh, impact our oral bodies, um, the auras, the ethereal bodies that surround us and that travel with us and that we bring to the external world we bring energetically to the energy fields that exist between us and other people or ecosystems like gardens, or um, our objects that surround us. So uh, this is uh, a way that we can work on our inner ecosystem and its vitality and its uh, energetic um, health. And then that, can bring some of this to those uh, other ecosystems and and beings that surround us. So, you know, many people will say, oh, you know, you waste one hour every morning just sitting there doing nothing. What a waste of time, right? (laughs) So I can say after 20 years that if I had to add all the hours that I've spent meditating about one hour every day, I would also consider that almost insignificant compared to the many hours that I would have probably spent in anger, in bad temper, being upset about something, in resentment, in sadness, in desperation, and in illness. And having practiced this for 20 years and being a person that has no diseases and takes no medicines and um, is usually up and running and healthy every day, um, even as I do take care of myself when my body tells me to take a break organically, using time this way to maintain my good health and my happiness, then I can say that definitely it has been perhaps the best investment of my life so, so consider this when you uh, when you consider the option of becoming uh, more of a regular per- person who meditates regularly, and this without counting all the hours that uh, have been saved for me from standing in the doctor's office in line in a pharmacy, also in therapy, and also at the hospital. All those uh, ways that you know many people spend time, um, all the time that is often spent doing these things, when in many cases, and I'm not saying in all cases, but in many cases, a practice of meditation could um, make many of those hours uh, unnecessary. I have been practicing, as I said, for over 20 years. I've learned from various schools, and I have adapted different forms to myself. Some of the schools where I've learned to meditate include the Tao Garden in Thailand. They include uh, several schools of massage and holistic hearts in uh, San Diego, uh, the, um, the trainings with the International School of Temple Arts that I've taken, and many others. Um, the best time of day to do your meditation is the morning as you wake up. Usually my practice is that I wake up two hours before I have anything else on schedule. If the first thing I have on schedule is at 10, I wake up at eight. If the first thing I have on schedule is at 12 noon, I wake up at 10. So it's those two hours that are really for me before anything else impacts me. And um, and I spend about one hour drinking Hot liquids, it could be water or it could be bland herbal tea, non caffeinated. And another hour when I've done that, sitting in a yoga position with a straight and supported back with earplugs. That's what I usually um, use for this um, to eliminate, you know, noises um, from the outside. And then a, a blindfold so that my my eyes are closed Uh, that's how i do it we are all different and everyone can adapt the practice to their needs and to themselves um and as we uh conclude we come to you know wrapping up this part of the of the podcast where where i introduce this practice um here are some of the phases through which I will take you in the next podcast when we begin the practice. And that is uh, getting into position, placing your uh, placing your blindfold over your eyes, collecting your energies and entering your inner landscape, and then breathing. So um, so now I am happy to uh, wrap up this. Um, introduction, and I invite you to the next podcast, where you will be guided uh, to uh, into the meditation itself. The meditation can take uh, can take um, a short meditation of this kind can finish in about thirty minutes. Uh, it 's better to let it last a bit longer forty five minutes and sometimes it will last an hour. but those are things that you will learn as you practice because meditation has an organic time. The meditation I will guide for you is average so that most people can benefit and it won 't be too long or too short for people for different people who approaches approach it from different perspectives and with this, I thank you for listening so far, and I welcome you to the next podcast for the actual practice. Thank you.